At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome in to the VSIN Bet Center right here on the Sports Betting Network, hour number two of the program. I am Brady Cannon live at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas, and my partner James Salinas is along via Denver, Colorado. We've got quite a ball game going here between the Bills and the Colts, James. The uh, Buffalo Bills convert a two-point conversion successfully, and it is now tied at 24. Now, this game has sailed over the total. These games that have been going over the total uh, prior to today's action, they were averaging going 10 points over the closing total, and they have really added to that as this one closed at 37.5. They're already at 48 points now at 24. For a piece, a tie ball game, but very interesting. The closing side was either a pick'em or the Colts minus one. So once again, the spread coming into coming into play here, even in the preseason, James. Well, and a lot more that we think of key numbers in the NFL, at least during the regular season. We know it's three, seven, even six. But with the with the preseason, a lot of times it's ones and twos because these teams, I don't even think, Brady, we don't have overtime in preseason football any longer, right? Like right now, we've got three and a half minutes left in this game. If it ends after four quarters tied at 24, I don't believe they go to overtime anymore. So even with the, the one or the two, depending on which side you have, if you have that dog side, you're sitting in a pretty good spot right now but I, I think that's probably the that's and and it's this game right now we're seeing all these backups in here with all these play guys making plays guys are trying to find a job whether it's on this team or they're auditioning for 31 other teams in the nfl as well because they're obviously they down the depth chart playing in the fourth quarter for week one preseason uh, you know they're going to be giving max effort out here and yet we we just see the a lot of wild plays but at this point here, I don't know half these players that are out here on this field, and that's where, where I just don't feel comfortable having money on something where I'm just not familiar with these players. All right, let's switch over to Major League Baseball. We've got some really good baseball games going in the next 10 minutes, and we will start in Miami, Florida, where the Marlins will be hosting the Atlanta Braves. This is game two of a doubleheader. The Braves took the opener 5-2 to two earlier today. Atlanta's now won four in a row but they remain five and a half games back of the New York Mets in the National League East Division. Game two of a doubleheader has Atlanta favored big time once again, minus 175 on the money line with a total of eight, James. You going to go with the theory that you take the team that lost the opener, or are you going to ride the red-hot Braves? 
not this not this Marlins team. They got a lot of injuries. They've been dealing with a lot of injuries for quite a while now. So they've had a, a lot of young players within the up and down that lineup. But this team's lost 11 out of 14. And those 11 losses, I believe, they've scored a total. They've only scored a total of 19 runs in mm. those 11 losses. They're just not hitting the baseball. They're not able to put the bat in the ball and be able to string hits together to be able to keep themselves competitive. That's the issue here. And, yeah, a lot of times that's kind of the, the theory with that. Go for the split and go with the, the game two. Go with the game one loser in game two, but not in this sense here with this Marlins team. It's just uh, outside of when Alcantara's pitching. If he's not pitching, I don't want anything to do with the Marlins and that's the case here for game two maybe a team to look at for next year that pitching has just been good for a couple seasons now and you feel like eventually it's going to make a change for that ball club Um, the Phillies and the Mets Philadelphia has won eight out of ten and the Mets have also won eight out of ten but the New York Mets have been able to pad their league in the division Philadelphia however has moved into the two-hole in the National League wild card race, and you've got a heck of a pitching matchup here. Aaron Nola taking on Jacob DeGrom, and it's reflected in the total, James. Now, it, it seems a little bit inflated to me here. DeGrom, minus 220 on the money line, but a total of six. That looks like a postseason game. Yeah, I'm seeing 250 wow. out here on yeah for another one north of two dollars, and I get it. Degrom is a tremendous pitcher, and he's going to make his third start now of the season on Sunday against the Atlanta Braves. He recorded 17 outs. 12 via the strikeout. So I think his velocity velocity and his command is doing just fine uh, making early in the season coming back from his injury from a year ago. I, I think here for this Mets team, you know, they have. They've been very hot. They've won 15 out of 18, and you mentioned how hot the Phillies have been last night getting the win in extra innings, knocking off Scherzer. Not only got one runoff, and they did collect, I think they got nine hits off of Scherzer last night, so they were able to, to, to square and barrel up some balls against Scherzer, just couldn't string enough pitches or hits together off of Scherzer, but I think for Nola on the other side, is he going to be able, you mentioned that it's a really good pitching matchup, and and Nola has the stuff and capacity to be able to compete against a pitcher like DeGrom on the other side, but, you know, over the course of the, the season for Nola, and really over even just his last four games, he has recorded three quality starts in his last four games, but those were games and starts and wins against Washington, Pittsburgh, and Miami. We've been talking about those teams and just how bad their lineups are right now. Now, definitely a step up in class for Nola to have to take this. I get where it's at 250. I'm not going to go against DeGrom. I'm really just interested to see how he continues to progress as they roll in for the next six weeks before the postseason starts. That's a great little nugget there for you. Aaron Nola pitching against uh, against those three teams that are very weak. Uh, my first reaction would be to jump on, you know, taking a, do- a chance with the dog. But you point that out, and maybe the numbers on on Nola are a little bit inflated as well. But yeah. I'm not going to lay 250, 220, yeah. whatever it is with Jacob DeGrom. Should be a great game. Uh, the total's very interesting down at six. That one will go here in the next few minutes. Coming up at 4.15 Pacific time, 7.15 p.m., Eastern in St. Louis. This series has quite a bit of meaning in the NL Central. The Milwaukee Brewers go to visit the St. Louis Cardinals and the Cardinals have taken over Milwaukee for first place in the division. They lead the Brew Crew now by a game and a half and the Redbirds have won 8 out of 10. The Brewers have lost 7 of their last 10 games. It'll be Corbin Burns visiting Adam Wainwright and Burns and the Brewers are a road favorite. The price is kind of all over the map, but the, the consensus number is about minus 137 on the Brewers, and eight is your total. Any opinion on this one for you, James? Yeah, I was looking. I was, I was so I had the Cardinals last night and figuring this. We know what a big series this is with now the Cardinals in first place in that central division. But looking at this pitching matchup, because I like the pitching matchup last night with Montgomery and what a what a what a move they were able to to looking at the Yankees and where they're at right now in the state of their kind of their pitching staff and where the Cardinals were able to pick him up and another really good start last night for for the Cardinals at home but with Wainwright you know I had I had bet Wainwright on Sunday against the Yankees and I watched that game it was a, I 
I probably stepped out a little more than I should have, and it ultimately ended up coming home. But watching Wainwright, he did not have command of his deuce. He just could not get that that nose-to-toes curveball over consistently and really left a lot of balls up and got tagged. He only went four innings. I think he went 90 pitches within those four innings, did not have a good outing. I was really concerned as I watched him. He just did not have a feeling. That's not the first time we've seen Wainwright so far this season really struggle with his, with his off-speed pitches and in this case here, going against the Brewers, you have Burns on the other side. They really need the, do the Cardinals Wainwright to be far sharper than what he was on Sunday and some other starts. I've seen him recently where he struggled with command. I think on the other side with Burns, he knows he's got to step up and, and find a W for this Brewers team to compete. They are that favored. You mentioned the numbers all over the board. I really, yeah, the I see about $1.40 is one of the bigger prices I see in the market in favor of the Brewers. And it makes sense as far as Burns going against the Cardinals so far this season in two starts against St. Louis. He's thrown 14 shutout innings and allowed just four hits over those two over those 14 innings to couple that with 21 strikeouts he's absolutely dominated the Cardinals in his first two starts this season I'm not going to lay it with the Brewers here I just can't get I can't get with the home dog tonight here with Wainwright just don't trust where he's at right now with his secondary pitches the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers and the Seattle Seahawks are underway. Pittsburgh starts with the ball. Mitchell Trubisky, uh, his first pass was incomplete, but they convert a third and one with a big run. I don't think Najee Harris got the start. I couldn't quite see who the running back was there, but he got a big run for what looked about 18 yards or so, then tack on a personal foul, helmet-to-helmet contact as well. So the Pittsburgh Steelers off and running early in that ball game. The Buffalo Bills and Indianapolis Colts, just about a minute left in that contest. It may end in a tie at 24 apiece. You mentioned Montgomery and the New York Yankees. They will be at Fenway Park to take on the Red Sox. And I tell you what, James, things have gotten a little bit nervy for Yankee backers the last couple of weeks. Ever since the All-Star break, they're just 7-13, and and this team now needs to go 21-28 and over the final 49 games of the season just to cash the over on their season win total, a thing that looked like a foregone conclusion about three weeks ago. So the Yankees have been sputtering a little bit, but you wonder if this game, even though it's Yankees and Red Sox, I still think it's a team that has a lot of injury taking on a team that's kind of playing out the string here. Well, and the Red Sox are going to bring it. They brought it last night, and, and they did. Heard Tommy, for sure. Tommy Pham talking about it. You know, they won an extra innings, and how fired up he was. Really enjoyed the enthusiasm of the crowd, even though the Red Sox are in last place. It's the Yankees. We know what a rivalry it is there. The crowd's going to be hyped and fired up for this game, and that really raises the the focus and the intensity of, of players on both sides. The issue here for the Yankees: they've lost eight out of their last nine, scoring three runs or less in six of those eight losses. And this is how this team is built. You live by the home run. In this case, you die by the home run because they they can't manufacture runs. We saw really, they've done it multiple times on this road trip where they have struggled. That that extra inning game against Seattle with the, the, their putrid plate appearances to not be able to move runners over when you're given you're gifted a runner at second base couldn't do that consistently for four innings couldn't score this is a Yankees team that if they're not hitting the ball over the fence that's where they struggle to manufacture runs and here for Frankie Montas I mentioned last week when I bet on St. Louis with Wainwright on the hill part of that was the fade against Frankie Montas coming over he had he had had not pitched very much in the month of July he had an issue with his shoulder and then he had a death in the family so it was not a good debut last week week for Montas with the Yankees. He got shelled six earned runs and just three innings three innings pitched in that game last week against St. Louis. I'm not sure what we're going to see out of Montas here. Not a play for me to make. Mitchell Trubisky converts another third down and then on the very next play throws a touchdown from about his 18-yard line of the Seahawks. 6-0 Pittsburgh early in this contest. We'll preview the Battle of Florida next right here on the Bet Center. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, 
there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Bet Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of the VSIN Bet Center is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that have helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke free and spit free satisfaction. Zen understands that there isn't one right time to make a change. Everybody's timeline is a little different. But whenever you feel you're ready to take your first step towards change, Zen will be there for you. Check out Zen Nicotine Pouches at Zen.com. That's Z Y N. Com. The Buffalo Bills win it. If you had Pickham or plus one, you are a winner in this game. A field goal to end the ball game, 27-24. I tell you what, for a preseason game, James, that was pretty darn entertaining there. Not the, uh, not the prettiest uh, picture of fo- uh, professional football there between the Indianapolis Colts and the Buffalo Bills. But Matt Barkley engineers a drive there in the closing seconds for Buffalo, and they get a victory over Indianapolis 27-24. Yeah, well, and looking at how that game started in the first half, six, I think there were five, was it four or five straight possessions in that first half with the turnover. They had six collective turnovers uh, between the two teams in that first half. So, yeah, some sloppy play out there. We know we did not get to see, we didn't see Josh Allen out for out there for the Bills. We did see Matt Ryan for a few series. He actually threw, he had 10 attempts in that, in that first couple series that he was out there to start the game, six out of 10 for 58 yards. And I think we also see that, too, out of the out of these quarterbacks, whether it's Matt Ryan. We know he's the starter there going forward for the Indianapolis Colts. But a lot of times we don't see a lot of verticality when it comes to the passing game in preseason, a lot more check downs and looking for the backs. It seemed like the, the running backs get targeted quite a bit, at least through the first handful of games that we've seen. Not a lot of big plays in the passing game. Saw a few last night. Definitely saw one out of uh, with San Francisco and Trey Lance had a big arm last night and a big play that was was pretty exciting to, to see him. Uh, but I think that's where we're at with preseason. So in this case, yeah, from an entertainment standpoint, where you're talking about the points and coming down the way that they did, even though uh, the sloppiness aside with all the turnovers, it was, a, it was an entertaining game to watch. The Pittsburgh Steelers do convert the extra point, and they go up on the Seattle Seahawks seven to nothing. Now Geno Smith getting the start on offense for the Seattle Seahawks and moving the ball right down the field. Had a uh, pass completed get a, to get into Steeler territory, but the drive stalling a little bit here. Looks like they're facing a third and relatively short. Still a little over ten minutes left in this first quarter. Again, Pittsburgh up seven to nothing. Your in-game total it closed at thirty-eight and a half. Currently now forty. 
two and a half, and Pittsburgh is a four and a half point favorite in the live market. The battle for South Florida, James, in Tampa Bay. We've got the Miami Dolphins visiting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That one will be coming up in about 15 minutes from now. The uh, Dolphins are not expected to play many starters. I don't know if we're going to see Tua. Uh, Obviously, we're not going to see Tom Brady in this game. This one, if there's any game where you're going to bet the under, it feels like this might be the one, James. This looks like maybe a glorified practice session to me. Yeah, sitting the the total right now at MGM is sitting at 32 and a half. So typical and indicative of what we've seen for most of these opening totals for week one of the NFL preseason in that lower half of the 30, 32, 33 kind of area. And potentially here with, with the quarterback play, and you want to look at the depth of the quarterbacks and try to try to project out what that might look like. I mean, we're, you're going to see Blaine Gabbert with Tampa. Their depth chart is Kyle Trask as well. So do we see last year's rookie from Florida get some action in this matchup? Well, I'm sure that we will. And on the other side with Miami, now pretty Teddy Bridgewater there. Are we going to see Bridgewater back there and Skylar Thompson from Kansas State? So the depth of the quarterbacks, it's just a matter of how far, how long are they going to play? Now, it's one thing for the quarterbacks to be out there to try to make plays, but these quarterbacks, especially the younger quarterbacks, can also make plays for the other team. We were talking about that too, Brady, and there goes Geno Smith down for the sack, and it looks like Seattle's going to have to punt in that matchup against the Steelers, but just poor quarterback play with young quarterback play, even though we know we got a lot of twos, threes, and even fours out there on the defensive side. These young quarterbacks can still make plays for the other side and give short fields to lead to some easy points as well. We definitely saw that happen in that Bills and Colts game with a, a fumble return for a touchdown and a lot of short fields based on all the turnovers. Just so hard and so so difficult to try to handicap what all these backup players are going to be in that game there. We were talking about the battle of South Florida with Miami and Tampa. They'll, they can have that battle. I won't have any part of it. No, I don't have any action on this game either. Of course, you've got two rookie head coaches, uh, of course, Todd Bowles in his second tour of duty, uh, formerly the coach of the New York Jets, now taking over for Bruce Arians there in Tampa. Um, not quite sure how he'll treat this game. He's got injuries that you alluded to across his offensive line. He, he's got to treat that with kid gloves, I imagine. And Mike McDaniel for the uh, Miami Dolphins coming over from the San Francisco 49ers. What's he going to, how's he going to treat the pr- uh, yeah. preseason in his first go around as a head coach? A lot of unknowns here for me, and uh, I'm certainly going to stay away from this one as well. Let's take a look at the four heavy favorites to win their division in the NFL and see if you like their chances, maybe if you like a bet to make uh, on the Buffalo Bills, the Indianapolis Colts, the Green Bay Packers, or the aforementioned Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Bills minus 225 to win the AFC East, the Colts minus 120 to win the AFC South, the Packers at minus 165 to win the NFC North, and the Buccaneers, the biggest favorite of all, at minus 300 to win the AFC South. Are there some season win totals maybe to make a bet on the entire conference, or would you rather lay the wood with some of these big favorites because you do think they have such a uh, decided advantage to win the division? Just starting in the AFC East, absolutely with the Buffalo Bills, you're laying two and a quarter. That was 190 before, 185, 190 a few weeks back. But this is their division to to lose. We've already talked about New England and the the transition offensively for the Patriots and their struggles right now during the early parts of training camp into preseason of trying to adjust to the zone blocking scheme and the stretch run that they're trying to install there with that offense. And Matt Patricia now calling the signals for the – for the Patriots offense, a lot of question marks for me with this with, with the Miami Dolphins. And yes, they've reloaded that. They've definitely loaded up on a lot of talent offensively, not only at the skill position at the wide receiver set, but also made some adjustments and some moves on the offensive line. But it's a lot of moving parts for a new young rookie head coach to have to manage and maneuver through and to go win a division. I think that's just the tall order here. And the New York Jets are still obviously in rebuild mode, fortunately for Wilson. It doesn't look like he's going to be, he'll just be out for a few weeks with his bone bruise in his knee. But to me, yeah, of of those four, I get get it why it's two and a quarter now and the money has come in on the Bills to win the division in the AFC East. Because if we look within these other divisions, you know, uh, look at the, if if we move to the NFC and we move to the NFC South with 10 Tampa Bay, 
$3 favorite to win that division. And yes, they've been the better team over the course with Tom Brady the last couple of years within that division. But their nemesis, Tom Brady's nemesis right now in the NFC South has been, and it has been, the New Orleans Saints with that defense, knowing how to get pressure on the interior, getting after Brady and with the new pieces on the offensive line due to injury and retirement on the interior for for Tampa. That's the that's where I think for New Orleans, the pressure, the physicality that they bring in, they can cover and they can jam you and be very physical on the outside with Lattimore and some of the battles we've seen, we've seen over the last couple of years with he and Evans on the outside. Yeah, that's when, that one you're talking about, that's the biggest favorite on the board, and that might be the one that I'm probably most leery about. Brady, even though they're the biggest favorite. I, I agree me, with that you, James. Nece- yeah, you, that you're right. Mean it, it, you make a yeah. good point there. Biggest favorite, maybe the one I'm most leery about. Yeah, yeah, and it's just, and it's because of New Orleans. Nothing obviously with with Carolina and Baker Mayfield and any of that going on with the the Panthers and Atlanta is going to be bringing up the rear. Not only in their division, probably one of the worst teams in the NFC. So that that just seems like a big price to me. And I know it's Tom Brady and what he's been able to accomplish. It's just you know he's going to be back. I'm sure he's going to be coming back on there. But if you got involved with with the the New Orleans Saints to win that division, and what if Tom what if Tom Brady doesn't have the same competitive fire that he's had in the past? I mean, eventually that's going to, how long can he continue to sustain, not from a physical standpoint, but just from that psychological, emotional standpoint of having to, to just stay as, as fiery and motivated as he's had to do over the course of two decades. Eventually that flame's going to start to, uh, to dwindle. You know, it's, it's going to start to fade out. And is this the year for the saints to be able to overtake that? It's just the question of, do I trust Jameis Winston to be able to be that quarterback to make that happen in New Orleans? Love the defense there. Love the home field advantage down in the Superdome in New Orleans for the Saints as well. But I don't know if I'm ready to, to trust Jameis Winston to be that guy to make that happen in the NFC South. Well, I tell you, Mitchell Trubisky really uh, has this Pittsburgh offense in rhythm right now, taking it to what we talked about already an injured Seattle defense that is a question mark for that team coming into this season anyway. But it looks like they're back at about midfield and already have a 7-0 lead here. The live market has reacted as well as the Steelers have now moved to a six-and-a-half-point favorite in the live wagering. Your in-game total has ticked down now to 41-and-a-half. When we come back on the other side, we're going to stick with the NFL. We've got another preseason game to preview. The Saints, the aforementioned Saints, a team that a lot of people like to maybe knock out the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the NFC South. They will be taking on the Houston Texans, and we'll take a look at that one when we return right here on the VSIN Vet Center. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check the current betting splits data. You want to know where the money and the bets are moving for every game? The betting splits page is updated every 10 minutes so you can see the changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way that VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com. The drive stalls for the Pittsburgh Steelers and Mitchell Trubisky looked like they were rolling along, but they were forced to punt and nearly got a turnover, a muff punt by the Seattle Seahawks that they were eventually able to recover. And Geno Smith and company starting from about their own 10-yard line, an injury timeout now. But Pittsburgh still up 7 to nothing. They are a 5.5-point favorite in the live market, and now your in-game total ticks down to 39.5. So just a point above where it closed prior to kickoff. Uh, We continue with some NFL preseason previews here. We've got another game coming up pretty soon from Houston, Texas, the Texans and the New Orleans Saints. And James, we were talking about the New Orleans Saints as a possible team to bet on as uh, against that big favorite of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to win that NFC South division. An interesting game here. You've got two new coaches, 
in Dennis Allen. Again, like Todd Bowles, his second tour of duty, he was very unsuccessful in a couple years with the Oakland Raiders way back when. And he will take on Lovey Smith, also has had a, a few different tour of duties, both in college and the pros. He takes over. He was an assistant last year with the Houston Texans. He takes over for David Culley. Um, both two defensive-minded coaches. So is that something that we lean on and maybe we look towards under the total here in this one? Yeah, well, let's just start with what is it going to look like for the quarterback spot for both of these teams. And with the Saints, Andy Dalton, it looks like, is going to take the – he's going to be the starter tonight, I believe, for the Saints. And what is that going to look like for this team from how long will he go, I think, is really the question. We know Dalton's been around for quite a while with New Orleans. And and Ian Book, I think, from last year, the rookie quarterback, getting an opportunity today as well. We even see some Taysom Hill. I don't know. I doubt it. He usually comes in for those packages. No need to do that during the preseason. I think it's the concern with the quarterback play is on the other side with Houston. Will we see Davis Mills? For how long will we see Mills? I think he's the starter going. It's not a quarterback competition there in in Houston for this season. It's more so what are they going to see out of Davis Mills for the duration of the of the 2022 season? And is he going to be the guy for to lead this franchise going beyond this season? Uh, So I think here for for Houston, the depth of their quarterback, Kyle Allen, gets some snaps. Or no, actually, Kyle Allen is out tonight due to COVID, so he will miss this game for the Houston Texans. So Jeff Driscoll, do we see Kevin Hogan? Just We're talking about backups here again, and I get it. Maybe that's where this game – are we going to get any unders going in preseason here, Brady? Maybe this is the game where it's under, just looking at the quarterback play and the defensive-minded coaches, like you said, for both of these franchises. Maybe this is the game where it goes under. Well, uh, you know, this game was headed towards the under between Seattle and Pittsburgh after the Steelers got out to a quick start. The game really slowed down with a few exchange punts, but uh, this Seattle team is not looking good right now. Just a horrible Mm -hmm. offensive series for Geno Smith and company. They're forced to punt, and then Pittsburgh returns the punt into the red zone, about the 24-yard line or so, so they are knocking at the door once again. They are now a a 7.5-point favorite in the live market, and back up the total goes in the live market to 41 and a half. Uh, James, you talk about the quarterbacks. Jameis Winston, probably not going to see any time in this game coming off of the knee surgery last year. And we've seen this line uh, go in favor of the Texans. They're a two and a half point favorite here. And you talked about Kyle Allen being out. I, I mean, I don't know if this is a possibility, but does that mean maybe more playing time for their starter, Davis Mills? I expect he's going to see some action. Will he see more action now? The fact that Kyle Allen is out. The other quarterbacks on the depth chart are Jeff Driscoll and Kevin Hogan. Certainly probably will see them in the second half, but maybe maybe uh, Davis Mills plays the entire first half, and maybe that is part of the uh, favoritism for the Houston Texans in this ballgame. Could be. I'm looking at what that first half number is. So the Texans are two-and-a-half-point favorite for the game. The first half, they are laying one. Their money line for the first half is minus 125. They're laying one in the first half plus a dollar five. So, hmm. I don't know, is that an area? I think it's the other side here. We know for Andy Dalton, obviously having to go in with a new system there, but he is a veteran quarterback, but is Dalton one to be looking to try to make plays? He, he knows he's going to be the backup there, and I think that's the other thing that I consider too if we're looking at the not only the depth of the quarterback but what is their positioning on their where they sit on that roster and for somebody like Dalton it's not he doesn't have to go prove himself he's a longtime veteran in the NFL he's not trying to go prove himself tonight maybe with his teammates but he's not trying to prove anything to the coaching staff so do they have a little bit more vanilla offensively uh, maybe so. I think we'll, we'll get to see the the young. That's really, I think, if there's something I'm interested in seeing is some of the young players, the young draft picks for both of these teams. Chris Olave, especially the wide receiver spot for New Orleans. Does he get some targets and some opportunities to make plays? And what does it look like a couple of the young defensive players, in particular at the corner spot for Houston? What do they look like coming out for their first NFL action? More so just takeaways that I can just kind of look for and maybe cement and some, some intel for come week one of the regular season as opposed to trying to bet this game and figure out where these two teams are going to go tonight. On third and 13, Mason Rudolph drops one in for what looks to be a touchdown for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Finding Pickens in the back right-hand corner of the end zone. Looks like he got the second toe down, and sure enough, they will line up here for the extra point and try to make it 14 to nothing early 
over the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, by the way, Lovey Smith in his NFL head coaching career, three and eight against the spread in week one preseason games. Uh, James, let's take a look at some of the season-long NFL awards and where some of the sports books have the biggest amount of liability. NFL MVP, your guy up there in the Mile High City, Russell Wilson. His odds are 14 to 1, apparently taking a lot of action to win the NFL MVP. The player of the year, or excuse me, offensive player of the year, is Justin Jefferson, the wide receiver for the Minnesota Vikings at 12 to 1, defensive player of the year. Again, this is the most liability for the books. Micah Parsons at 9 to 1, comeback player of the year. Christian McCaffrey, the running back for the Panthers and coach of the year. We've heard a lot of buzz about this one. Dan Campbell for the Detroit Lions has been getting a lot of attention for the coach of a year award, all the way down to 12 to 1 now. Um, I, I hate to follow the masses to the window, and usually you're not going to get a good price when you do that type of thing. Any of these guys uh, catch your attention as far as postseason awards? Yeah, I think, you know, maybe it's the comeback player of the year with Christian McCaffrey. The biggest question is, can he stay healthy? When he does, he is such a versatile player and so impactful. You're kind of just betting on that, right? If he's healthy, he should win it. Yep, I agree. I I, do will. I, and I think that's we're betting on his health. Uh, mm-hmm. But do they utilize him? Try to not dry, grind him into the ground. You saw that the first few years. I don't know if there's a player pound for pound tougher in the NFL than Christian McCaffrey. Just the the you know the the toughness that he would play with out there as a smaller statured player and the aggressiveness and how physical he would be out there. But it took its toll on him the last couple of seasons. I think that's probably where it makes sense that he their liability is going to be there. But you know once you start having these injuries, Brady, they start to you know you start to overcompensate elsewhere and now injuries manifest themselves into other areas. But I hope not. I really love Christian McCaffrey as a player. Such a competitor and a, such a feisty kid when he's out there competing. But I, mean, I, I understand where that's at. I think it's interesting that Russell Wilson is the biggest liability as far as the MVP of the NFL. Like, I don't feel – I think from a leadership standpoint, yes, playmaking for sure, but the leadership standpoint is really the biggest intangible that he's going to bring some, some stability and some professionalism to the quarterback spot for the Denver Broncos that they've been missing since Peyton Manning retired after the Broncos won Super Bowl 50 back in 2015. But he doesn't have to go. It it doesn't fall on his shoulders to have to go win football games each week. The defense will make Denver competitive. This is a team that can run the football as well, and they do have options and some youth at the receiver position. A lot of talent out there that they've drafted pretty highly over the last few years. It's interesting that a lot of people are running to the window to bet Russell Wilson as the MVP. I just don't think he's going to. He's not. He's number one. He doesn't have to make all the big plays and have to have all these big uh, numbers as far as statistics go, because I think this is a team that can also run the football. But um, I think for Russell Wilson, just the stability of character coming in at the quarterback spot, that'll make him the MVP for that team. But I don't see him being the MVP for the season. You know, it's interesting also, I don't believe he has ever received an MVP vote in, in his career. And that seems criminal uh, because he got he has gotten out to some tremendous starts and I think he's been bet all the way down to maybe six to one off of some of those tremendous starts. But I'm with you. I, I, I think, you know, he's also getting a little bit older. He had the, the finger injury last year. He hasn't had a tremendous season in a couple of years. And I'm not saying he's going to stink for Denver. I think he still has some excellent football left in the tank here. But I'd be, I would not be running to the window on him either. And as much as I love what Micah Parsons did last year, you know, is he going to replicate that again this year? I, I wouldn't necessarily be running to the window for him to win Defensive Player of the Year either. We'll come back and get you updated on all the scores. Pittsburgh out in front of Seattle, 14 nothing. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. 
When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Bet Center on VSN, the sports betting network. The College Football Guide is out now, and the NFL Guide is coming in just a couple of weeks. Start your football season out on the right foot with expert profiles of every team, including team trends, power ratings, total recommendations, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Remember, the only way to get access to this year's football betting guide is to become a VEASAN all-access subscriber. Sign up early for a discounted $175, and you'll receive the college and pro betting guides along with full VSEN access all the way through the Super Bowl, or join us for $40 a month and see everything VSEN has to up your betting game. Go to vsin.com slash subscribe for all of your options and become a part of the Sports Betting Network. Brady Cannon and James Salinas here with you, checking the scoreboard. The Pittsburgh Steelers up 14 to nothing on the Seattle Seahawks, and they are a seven and a half point favorite in the live market. The in-game total all the way up to 46 and a half as Geno Smith and the Seattle offense finally putting a little something together here. The Miami Dolphins and Tampa Bay Buccaneers underway a couple of minutes in to the first quarter with no score in that ball game. And now we want to update some baseball here for you. Eight to two, Tampa Bay leading the Baltimore Orioles, Cincinnati leading Chicago one to nothing. No score between the Nationals and the Padres. Atlanta up on the Marlins, one to nothing. The Tigers out in front of Chicago, three to one, two to nothing. Astros over Oakland and the Los Angeles Dodgers looking to make it 12 in a row, seven to nothing. They lead Kansas City. Just an incredible run by Los Angeles and the New York Mets up one to nothing on the Philadelphia Phillies. Dub Anderson now joins us. He's a golf betting analyst with Props US, and you can follow him on Twitter at Mr. Dub C. We've spoken with him on the VEASAN Bet Center before, and a pleasure to have you back, Dubs. Thank you very much for joining us. We've got the first round of the FedEx Cup playoffs going on right now at TPC Southwind in Memphis, Tennessee, and your 54-hole leader, a little bit of a surprise, J.J. Spawn at 13 under par. And I tell you what, there's a lot of names at the top of this leaderboard that uh, I think would surprise a lot of casual golf fans. You do have Will Zalatoris and Cameron Smith up there, uh, but what are your thoughts uh, heading into the final round of the uh, FedEx St. Jude Championship? Yeah, happy Saturday night, boys. Uh, I think we've got a couple of placeholders up top here. For the average sports better, they're probably like, who is JJ Spawn? Who is Steph Straka? Well, they've both had, you know, one-time wins on the PGA Tour this season. But I think 
for this Sunday, the very first playoff event for the FedEx Cup playoffs, it is shaping up to be an absolute doozy, boys. And look at these thoroughbreds. We got stalking the leaders. Will Zalatoris will be going off in that second to last group. Everyone knows Willie Z. Yes, they think it's Happy Gilmore's ex-caddy, but no, he is one of the hottest golfers on the planet. I've been waiting two years for Willie Z to get the breakthrough win, and these are the perfect circumstances on a golf course that's only getting tougher the longer this event goes, it's going to reward good ball striking. And Willie Z doesn't have to have that extra pressure of being the guy to beat. It's not his tournament. He started terrible on Thursday. He's warmed up into the event. So I think Willie Z is really circling in for maybe the breakthrough win. Of course, another big name up on this leaderboard, Cameron Smith. I was at the event for a couple of days there in Memphis. I don't know how Cameron Smith can keep the blinkers on and still try and lock it in here. But I think... Cameron Smith, Willie Z, a couple of big names who uh, the golf punters will be a bit more familiar with. I really think it's going to come down to those two tomorrow. I can't see JJ Spawn and Steph Straker being there late on Sunday afternoon despite going off in that final group. Too much pressure, too much money up the grabs for this one, boys. Hey, Dubs, let me ask you real quick. We look at the odds, the overnight prices on uh, Cameron Smith, Will Zalatoris. They are the favorite at 4-1, to one, J.J. Spawn at plus 450. But you're looking at Tony Finau, Sam Burns, Sun J.M., Matthew Fitzpatrick. You talk about this one being a wild finish on Sunday. Well, those are certainly some big names. And Tony Finau, Matthew Fitzpatrick, these guys in the neighborhood of 16-18-1, to 18 to 1, and Finau has been lights out hot. Of course, he won in back-to-back weeks just a few weeks ago. Would you go down the board a little deeper and maybe pluck off one of those guys to get it done on Sunday? Yeah, I, I certainly think so. Both of those guys are playing with house money, if you will. Fitzpatrick finally got his breakthrough win at the recent Open Championship, at the recent major championship for Tony Finau. He's looking to go for a three-peat, which is something we never see on the PGA Tour. But again, to win late on a Sunday, you need the bounce to go in your favour. I don't think it's going to happen for Tony Now There is a guy who a lot of people are sneaking on here, Sammy Burns, a nine under par. You can still get him close to 20 to one. Depends what book you're shopping out there. I don't know how no one's not talking about Sam Burns. He's a three-time winner on the PGA Tour this season. He's got all the game in the world. He wants to be on the big stage. He wants that smoke. This is a very long golf course. The back nine is going to be very tough tomorrow afternoon. Sam Burns is a name to watch with a bit of value. And of course, this is the first event for the playoffs. A lot of guys said goodbye to their PGA Tour season yesterday, and they're going to do it again tomorrow, while Sunday afternoon. It's only the top 70 moving into next week. So any of the bubble boys who are trying to you know, just hold on to a strong finish, I'm probably not big on. Yes, I'm looking at a Trey Mullinax and Tyler Duncan and Troy Merritt. These guys are playing for a good finish. They're not playing for the win. A guy like Sam Burns, he wants, he wants that action late on Sundays. Dubs, you mentioned the BMW Championship next week, so round two of the FedEx Cup Championship. And what can you tell us about this course uh, for that tournament next week? And is there anybody you have your eye on at this point to show up and play well in that tournament next week? Yeah, look, look with the FedEx Cup playoffs, I think we've got to get a little chalky. The big names are going to come to the top of the board. What did we see here last year at the BMW Championship? It was Paddy Ice and DeChambeau going mano y mano. A golf course that probably rewards a bit more strategy and a bit more chess player, if you will, find the fairways, find the greens, where this week, I think it's a pretty good comp to what we're going to see at the Tour Championship over there at Eastlake. It's really grainy around the greens. You've got some thicker, penal rough, and it's an absolute brute. I mean, this week, we're, we're what, you know, around 7,200 yards for a par 70. This is a really long golf course. Next week, over there, uh, Wilmington Country Club in Delaware, Slightly shorter golf course where it's more going to be about finding the fairway, find the green, uh, and some of the smaller ball specialists will certainly come into play. But obviously the big names, we've touched on a few of them. I mean, Cameron Smith, I think he's the hottest golfer in the world right now. I think it's a huge coup for the Live Series if he does eventually bounce over there. I was a little shocked this week that uh, Scotty Scheffler, Roy McIlroy, Jordan Spieth didn't make it through to the weekend. Uh, the way you know Scotty Scheffler's been playing this year, he's going to be motivated to come back with a bit of a bounce back. But again, stay towards the top of the board. Maybe a Cameron Young. That's a name to certainly watch. If we're talking about Willie Z getting close to the breakthrough win, Cameron Young, Rookie of the Year on the PGA Tour this season thus far.
Dubs, you talk about Scotty Scheffler and Cameron Young, and you also talked about Sam Burns as maybe a player to look out for to close the deal here on Sunday in Memphis. Well, those three players are atop the standings in the FedEx Cup playoff series, Scotty Scheffler, Cameron Smith, and Sam Burns. And I tell you, another player that I like his chances are Tony Finau, and I'm talking about possible player of the year. Now, Scotty Scheffler, he won, what was it, four tournaments in a seven-week stretch or something like that. He is your master champion. Cameron Smith won the Players' Championship. He won in Kapalua. And of course, he won the British Open. And then you have Sam Burns. You mentioned it. He is a three-time winner. And Tony Finau is certainly the the hottest golfer as of late. If Tony Finau goes on to be your FedEx Cup champion, do you think he could overtake uh, Scheffler and Cam Smith to be Player of the Year? Oh, that's such a big call. Look, uh, I think if Tony Finau goes on to win the Tour Championship, he could certainly push um, Scotty Scheffler. For Cameron Smith, again, if he wins, I think it's going to be pretty blatant that he is the player of the year. But uh, for Tony Finau, the scary part is he goes on these like you know four, six-week cycles where his best golf is unbelievable. And then he goes on a run where he's missing cards. He's absolutely hopeless. But right now, a confident golfer, the business end of the PGA Tour season. If Tony Finau could win tomorrow, win the Tour Championship, make it four wins, four decent wins as well, I don't know. I think Scotty Scheffler would probably just pip him having that Masters victory. That's going to be a pretty big one. But uh, Tony Finau, Scotty Scheffler, Cameron Smith, these guys have had fantastic campaigns. And it was a couple of months ago where I thought, look, Scotty Scheffler, he's got this thing in the bag. A missed cut uh, this weekend. That doesn't help his chances. Dubs, I want to ask you real quick before we get you out of here, just about 30 seconds left, and I have not seen the prices, but who would your bet be to be the FedEx Cup champion? Scotty Scheffler, he, he's a gamer. I don't like him missing cuts too often. He bounces back from this week, and I think he'll go very close to winning the BMW Championship next week. A smaller field. I, I asked Scotty on Tuesday at the press conference, what's been the difference? You got that breakthrough win. You went on to go for it. He goes, look, I, I think I didn't realize they had this, but winning is a skill, certainly on the PGA Tour. Not all these golfers have it, but Scotty Scheffler, I think he'll find his best stuff, and he'll cap off an almighty season for the big fella. Great to see the best of the world still here on the PGA Tour, boys. All right, my friend. Great to speak with you again, and thank you so much for joining us. And enjoy the rest of the golf season, and we'll do it again soon, Dubs. Always a pleasure, guys. Have a good Saturday. All right, that is Dubs Anderson. Again, works for Props US and also Sports Grid TV. You can follow him on Twitter at Mr. Dubsy. Ought to be a good finish in Memphis on Sunday and quite a couple of weeks here on the PGA Tour as they close out the season. Again, Dubs like Scotty Scheffler to be your FedEx Cup champion. We'll come back and update all the scores, baseball and preseason football going on as we continue to roll on here on the VSIN Bet Center. We'll be right back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.